Welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. This series, we're focusing on female financial independence, looking towards a stronger financial future. Be sure to let us know your thoughts on the show, and please do connect with us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram, or head over to www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk. And welcome to this special session today, which is my first 2022, oh my God, I'm saying that, podcast recording. And over the next few months, we're going to be having a focus on female financial independence. We're going to be talking to a selection of people from um, abuse counsellors to police officers that have worked with domestic abuse cases um, to divorce coaches to all kinds of women that are supporting other women around a number of factors, a number of elements. And I'm going to be talking about how we can become more financially independent as females. But today's session, I'm going to focus on New Year and it is the 7th of January as this goes out in 2022 and I want to focus on what the next month can look like for you and things that you can do either every month or this month to give your 2022 a kickstart with your finances. Now new year, new you. I don't know about you but I find that really annoying and because we have these resolutions, we have best intentions but things don't tend to be consistent, we don't follow through, we might do it for a few weeks. And these New Year's resolutions are great in concept. I love the bit that, you know, the kickstart, but in all honesty, the most successful people that I see are doing these things consistently on an ongoing basis, not just for one or two months. And it's finding out the trick, the sweet little spot that's going to mean that you can do something on a more consistent basis and how can you make that happen what help do you need to make those things happen now when it comes to finances January can be quite a scary time for people they've obviously spent a lot over Christmas with days out with the family maybe more Christmas presents meals out and also the dresses or shoes for awards nights they always seem to be in like November time um, or Christmas dues so by January everyone can be a little bit skin and for some people they've been using their credit cards to back that up those with businesses have got their corporation tax to pay they should have already paid it on the 1st of January um, and it can be a bit of a stretch month where we all go okay let's let's just do things a little bit more quietly it's a long month um, it's a longer month than usual with five weeks in it and it's also a month that can be quite dark and quite cold so it can be a bit of a dreary time I think January especially by the time we get to the end of January so how can we make budgeting um, a thing and something that's fun for everybody to do Well, I think it's something that you can do, not necessarily every month, but it's something that you can consider um, on maybe every quarter, twice a year, where you look at your finances and you put the time aside to have a detox. Now, you might not have any choice to have a detox for this month, um, but you might be in a position where actually you are okay. You do have spare money, you've got paid and everything's good and you've got the money to last you um, and you've got no credit cards to pay and you're you're in a good spot. So even people that I come across that have large, um, you know, large incomes, they, people spend what they have. It's just, it's a bit of a human nature thing. And what's really, crucial is to change that psychology around reducing our outgoings not budgeting 
in the normal conventional sense where we're being frugal or there's a feeling from a mindset of lack of or we're going back to a previous time when we didn't earn so much um, and then thinking that we're lacking in some way that we haven't we, we haven't got enough money to get by it's a case of looking at our finances and saying okay well I do have some spare but what can I put aside what can I what can I sort of put aside and what do I need what actions do I need to be doing so sometimes we're not thinking about saving for our kids if that's the priority for you maybe buying that second house or getting around to it because we just haven't put the money aside for it or we haven't not done put enough into our pension or started investing at all because we haven't done some of the adjustments in our day-to-day or monthly weekly spending that would allow us to make those things happen what we do is we live within our means we get a pay rise a bonus or pay ourselves through our business more and we end up then in a situation where oh I've got 300 pounds a month I'll go and get a car on finance and I'll get a a new car loan and it's 300 pound a month and before you know it you've got people that are in jobs with very healthy good salaries but if something was to happen to that job and they needed to take a pay cut just to get another job or we had a covid situation like with a business where a business owner their business stopped literally overnight um, and we've lived within the means of basically, well, we, we, we're pretty secure, we're very positive this money is going to come in. Therefore, we want to be optimistic and we want to think this money is all good. We end up in a situation where we're living very quite tightly within those means. So what we want to do is we want to be able to not keep extending beyond our means and actually look at our finances in a, uh, in a way that means that the bases are covered and that we have enough spare to invest. We have enough spare to enjoy and make certain choices with our life. We have enough spare to be able to save for those holidays and such like, and less, less using of credit cards and loans and things. Um, and I speak from personal experience. This is something that I've done previously myself, and I've had to dig my, myself out, self out of holes. So it's not that I sit on this ivory tower as a financial advisor where where everything's absolutely rosenly perfect. A lot of things that I share are from my own experience, my own ways of having to, um, you know, really think about, hang on, what am I doing here? I know I, I should know better. Um, and equally, clients that have worked in large corporates that are, um, for example, running finance departments or they're running multi-six-figure businesses, like this is normal for everybody this stuff is not just for people you know that are in a certain age um, age bracket so wage bracket this is for everybody so I'm going to be talking to you about today um, basically not budgeting but I'm going to call it your new year financial detox where you can use it as um, if you are a little bit tight you can use it as an excuse to have to tighten the, the britches um, but also, if you're not in a position where you need to tighten things up, that you're asking yourself some questions around, OK, what do I need to be doing on an ongoing, consistent basis? So that it's not just a new year, new you fad, that it is something that you can do going forward on an ongoing, consistent basis. So when I talk about clients doing a detox, we talk about you have to tell people. OK, so you have to be OK, first of all that you need to say no to things, whether it's children, family, whatever. You have to look ahead and think, okay, what have I got coming up? Or what do I need to say no to? Who do I need to tell that this is what I'm going to be doing and this is how I'm going to be doing it? 
The second thing is looking at the month ahead and asking yourself the question, what have we already got planned? What do I know that's coming up? How can I plan ahead so that I'm not buying something very expensive at the last minute and I'm actually maybe able to be more resourceful? Um, maybe it's like coming together for someone's birthday rather than maybe having to spend quite so much on a single present, for example. So it's about that thinking ahead, maybe seeing if you could find any vouchers for meals out, days out with kids, um, you know, that 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 kind of thing. It's like the planning ahead um, can actually uh, mean that we're not then having to rush around at the last minute and often then have to sort of pay for that expense in terms of having something either delivered quicker um, or not shop around to find something a little bit cheaper. Um, so the first thing you need to do is talk to people about what it is you're going to do and tell people and start looking ahead at what's coming up over the next month. Now, once you've made some decisions around what you're going to stipulate as spare money, um, you can then consider, OK, well, actually, at the end of the month, what could you do on an ongoing basis? So this detox shouldn't just be like, you know, it's like if you're going on a diet, um, it's, it doesn't really matter if then the, the, the next day you, you go out and you pig out on burgers and chips and pizzas and you never exercise ever again. It won't really have that long term success written all over it. It's just going to be a fad that's going to stop. So, again, building that consistency. So it's not just a new year fad. It's then what you're able to do is you're, it takes a good six to eight weeks, if not longer for some people to create a new fresh habit that feels comfortable so it's a detox because it can actually feel quite uncomfortable you know it is a little bit of a if you know I'm a bit of a sugar freak I don't drink very much at all I don't smoke um but I do I have got a bit of a you know if I fancy some chocolate oh my goodness that that real need for chocolate kicks in and I try not to eat too much of it my metabolism doesn't really suit it but um, that's a kind way of saying that I've got larger over the years. <laughs> so um, wh what it comes down to is a detox can be a little bit um, painful. So if you want to do that gradually over a couple of months, you can. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you're going to just wean yourself off of things, might want to sort of not do that with everything in one go. But some things you're going to just have to sort of be quite, you know, a big a uh, boy girl about it man woman about it um without sort of being rude sometimes it is a case of being honest with yourself and saying oh, I'm just going to need to stop doing this this is not good for me um and, and I'll give you some examples where people just generally are overspending because it making themselves feel good I've done this before I got myself into a lot of debt in my early 20s and it made me feel good I was not feeling great about myself and it meant I was spending and doing things in a certain way um, and a lot of our bad habits are reflected quite, quite obviously and quite easily seen in our um, expenditure. So, um, you know, there's certain things you might not want to change. You might still want to get your hair cut at a certain hairdresser's that's more expensive. You might still need a winter coat because you haven't got one that's uh, woolly enough or warm enough. Um, but do you need to have your legs waxed in January? <laughs> do you need to have... Um, your eyebrows, your eyelashes, um, your nails, your hair extensions. Um, I'm, I'm giving silly examples of things that I can think of, but, you know, I know I, I've had friends and I, I do some of those things. Um, but we have to sometimes question, are we doing or buying these things? Are we um, going out every Friday? Um, are we buying loads of presents for the kids? Are we drinking those sort of several bottles of wine? Um, 
because there's actually something else going on in our lives that we're not happy about. And, and I ask that question quite honestly, because um, that will be the thing that you won't be able to do consistently. That would be the one that have the biggest impact, but you won't be able to consistently do without really digging a little bit deeper into why that might be happening for you. Um, so journaling is a great way throughout the month to journal through what you haven't bought, saying to yourself, I'm not going to buy or spend money on a certain um, thing. It's deciding, it's deciding whether that is something that you really need or really want and journaling and just basically not buying it, but journaling what you were going to buy and keeping a list of what you were going to spend the money on so that when you get to the end of the month, you can look back at that list and look at any habits, look at the things that you were going to spend money on and look at what you didn't need and really what you wanted. But is it, is it something you really want? Is it something that is just a flight, like a, just a knee jerk reaction at that time? If you still need it or still want it, then, of course, if you have the money to buy it. But what's really important is that you're not spending money when you still have maybe some other more important things that you should or could be doing with that money in the first place. Whether that's investing, pensions, saving, back, having some backup money, um, you know, plan, just planning that a little bit more differently where it means you can use your spending in a different way. So when it comes to your general outgoings, you, you roughly want around 50% of what you've got coming in, going on your, your bills, your, your, you know, your gas, your electric, rent or mortgage, and the rest of it, if, you, if you're hopefully, if you're able to, to then divvy up into um, sections, whether it's into play, spending money on, your, so money on yourself, or it might be a budget for the children. Um, mine is horses, so often I have a pot for horses, um, a pot for what I can spend on myself. Um, you might have a savings pot um, as well. And then you also have that longer term planning or general savings pot. So it's divvying up with deciding how you want this money to work, because there's only so much to go around, unless you're in a really fortunate position where you can pay yourself at infinite amounts. If you have a business and it's exponentially doing fantastically well and it's really lean in its outgoings. But then for most of us, it is a case of having to look at what we've got coming in and divvy it up. So when it comes to this month, it's looking at what you've got um, and deciding how you want to divvy up the rest of the money. Now, one of the future sessions, I'm going to be talking about relationships and money. And we're going to be talking about how you can manage money better in relationships and decisions and things that you can do as a team. There's different ways of doing that, which I do talk about in my book, which is 10 ways to accelerate your wealth. Um, which you can find on Amazon. You just search for that name, 10 Ways to Accelerate Your Wealth, and you'll find um, my book. Now, when it comes to budgeting, one of the things that I did last year is that uh, I created um, something called the Wealth Accelerator Planner. And in the planner, it's like a journal um, for over the 12 months. And in there, it breaks down basically your week, your, your annual goals, so what you want to achieve for the year. Um, if you're a business owner, it's even got sections in there about your turnover and your business expenses as well. Um, but you can just do it for personal if you just want to do personal expenses. So it looks at what your top outgoings are, what you could have reduced, what you need to review in terms of your actions, gets you to look at your general outgoings in terms of dates that they need reviewing. Have you recently reviewed them? Um, it looks at your 12 months ahead. So what you want to achieve in that space of time, what you want to get from your life, what, where you want to be in uh, 12 months time. 
Um, it also gets you to look at your earnings and how much you want to earn. So whether that's if, I mean, if you're a business owner, that's especially helpful because it gets you to look at um, your numbers in a little bit more detail. It starts to get you to look at what your financial freedom figure might be and look at your, what your yearly um, goals are when it comes to saving, uh, clearing debt and investing money and looking at what your top 10 goals are. It gets you to break down um, possibly where you could be selling if you have, have products and what you could be selling to make that income. And it gets you to plan out your year by month by month to um, make those things happen, what you maybe need to be doing. So if it's for personal reasons, you can budget things in, you can plan things in, and it's a great way to make a, a note of when holidays are. Um, so for example, you want to pay for a holiday by May to go on August. What do you need to be doing in January, February, March, and April and May to achieve that goal? It gets you to go through what the beginning of each month, um, what you want to feel, what you want to receive, what you want to give, um, and also looking at what you're going to save, what you're going to put away, and what does that actually look like. And it's also got an affirmation, and you can download an affirmation list from uh, a link on my website, rebeccarobertson.co.uk slash wealth planner. There's a training, exclusive training section for the planner, um, which goes through these pages in depth. Um, but also gives you a download list to my um, affirmation list, which I always, one of my favourite one is on there. Um, but primarily it's also a budgeting tool. So you can put down what you've got at the beginning of this month and then what actually happens in terms of cost. So it's something for you to re review back at the end of the month, you can come back to it and go, actually, what did we spend? Because it then gets you to reflect on what's gonna, what you're going to change in the future. And that is where success happens. That's where shifts and changes happen with people's finances. It does, it's also got that for business. You can do the same thing in business as well as sales and revenue. And it also then goes into business review dates, personal review dates, um, and it then gets you at the got a weekly summary so you can down by the day so monday to sunday and it gets you you can use the journal how you want whether you're using it for your detoxing whether you're planning you know your kids kids something that's going on with the kids you can use it as a normal diary if you want to um but it's obviously the um the uses of it is there to get you to think about your finances um, it's asking you things like, you know, what your habits going to be for your health, your well-being, your personal development, any re reminders and any weekly wins that you might have. And at the end of the month, it gets you to review those things. It gets you to go back over them and think about, well, what were your goals um, for the month and how have you achieved them? What needs adjusting um, and what did I learn? So that's some of the things that are in the planner. So when it comes to detoxing, I'd encourage you to um, write some of those things down over this month and think about how you could be applying some of that to what you're doing over the next month. And the ultimate goal is so that you can get to the end of the month and get through it without it feeling quite so tight or get to the end of the month and you've got some money spare or even better you get to the end of the month you've got some money spare it doesn't feel quite so bad and you're also then looking at the next month going I know what I need to adjust for next month and it's like a muscle like any fitness that we're doing I'm not great with exercise but I align, align and liken it to um, horse riding the more I ride the more practice I get the better I get the work the harder I work at it the better I get at it Working hard is not always the best thing when it comes to money. It doesn't really encourage the right mindset. So, but certainly working smarter. So if there's something there that you need help with, 
whether it's, you know, you want me to recommend a bookkeeper or whether it's personal finances or business, um, then do reach out and I'm happy to recommend some amazing people that can help you with that kind of thing. Equally, if you're wanting some coaching around any of this, then equally reach out to me and um, myself or someone in my team will be able to assist. Um, the, the planner sounds of interest to you. Do go and check it out. You can find it on Amazon, Wealth Accelerator Planner. It's a, Both my books are five star um, and Amazon bestsellers. Um, which I'm very, very proud of. Um, you can also find um, my book and my planner on rebeccarobertson.co.uk. Check out services section and that will point you in the right direction. I hope some of the things I've discussed with you today give you a really good kickstart to your finances in 2020. Do subscribe and let us know what your thought, thoughts are on today's podcast. Please do leave a review and listen out. By just subscribing, you'll get notified when there's more um, uh, shows dropped which is most every Friday unless I'm very ill or there's something majorly gone wrong that is every Friday um, and we've got some amazing um, interviews coming up over the next few weeks and I'm all about empowering women their, their finances so you might think some of the titles of the uh, the shows aren't necessarily applies to you but I'd really encourage you to invite your friends your girlfriends your mums your dads your yeah, your dads and your aunts, your uncles, whoever you sort of think they should listen to this. There's some really interesting conversations coming up. And I really want to start spreading the message to empower more women with their finances. Lovely talking to you today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'm sending you lots of love and a happy 2022. Take care. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Accelerate Your Wealth. For further help or to connect with Rebecca directly, please head over to the website www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk where you can find further information on our planner, book and how to further maximise your wealth. For any regulated advice, please do head over to www.evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk.